proudest day, and the proudest time, and the, the seat of a relic here. Because that day, and that hour, and those minutes, I got the butt between my teeth. You know, I really stood up and was counted and said, this is not getting away. I remember when we pulled on our helmets, and, and, and Donald says to me, what are we doing? I said, we're going for gold, Barrett. That's all we said. I can still picture that run. That was just the best, best run ever. Welcome along to Crunchy Gears, the Rally Podcast, Season Three, Episode Ten. Connor, we're going to talk rallying once again. Absolutely, and look fantastic to see you know things kicking off uh, on both parts, you know, top and bottom of the island. Yeah, I like the Northern Ireland Championship started off with Kirkuston there last weekend and then the Irish Forestry started off down in Castle Island, just outside Killarney there. And like, both uh, both events run real good quality fields and good numbers as well too, which is great to see. Absolutely, listen, very healthy entry lists. And again, both of them, very entry, uh, sorry, very healthy numbers of juniors as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, the, the main category, the R5, like, you know, it's... You know, the R5 is becoming the, the go-to car now for, you know, guys that used to maybe be Group N or Modified and all. They all seem to be going towards the, the you know, the earlier R5 cars now as well, too. Oh, look, you know, I, I still think you can't beat the R5s, you know, for, for, for acceleration, for braking, for just pure handling. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, throw those things at a corner and they do stick. That's for sure, that's for sure. I suppose before we go any further, can you please like, share, subscribe, all those things, keep doing what you're doing, it's been gratefully appreciated. And this episode will catch up with uh, the winners from Kirkestown, with Johnny Greer and Colin Price, that was the overall winner in the two-wheel drive. And then from the Killarney Forestry, overall winner was Jordan Hone. Uh, we speak to him, Shane McGurr, who won the two-wheel drive, and Ken McBride, who won the MA Juniors in the Rally 4 car. And then we'll also uh, catch up with Denise McCanny from Oma Motor Club, who will give us a, a rundown on Five Mile Town, which is this weekend. Like, Connor, it's hard to believe we're in the, like, what, not even the end of February yet, and we're on episode 10. Like, and there's been so much to talk about. It's, like, we're having a bumper year so far. Absolutely. But there's been plenty happening as well, you know, both on and off the stages and, you know, lots of people to talk to. So it's been great to catch up with so many people and, and you know, let everybody else hear what's going on. Yeah, and we should say like there's going to be another episode out on Sunday because there's just been so much information and so much news that it's it's only kind of we felt rather than trying to squeeze it all into one, we're going to put a WRC uh, episode then on Sunday because you've got a chance to speak to all the guys that competed last weekend in in Sweden. Absolutely, look, you know, we're always very conscious about the length the podcast could be, and we we thought we've a lot of content this week, and it probably would be too much just to put it out as one episode. So breaking it into two parts this week was probably the wisest thing to do because there's great content, and we want to you know give everybody a chance to to be able to take it all in and listen to it, and and rather than trying to skip through three hours of. Uh, podcast <laughs> yeah because like there's so much good news and so much to celebrate and like the northern Ireland championship uh got relaunched again you know great new social media campaign a lot you know the online presence is a lot stronger and uh, you know there's a lot of positivity around that and which is great to see and like the first round uh johnny greer took in the one uh brilliant to see and like i think we'll we'll cut over now and we'll first of all we'll hear from johnny and then that'll fade in then to colin price who won the, the two-wheel drive in the start Johnny, uh, you come away with the one at Kirkston on Saturday. Uh, nice to take the one and to get your Northern Ireland Championship off to a good start. It was. It was kind of what we're what we're hoping for at the outset. That we'd, we'd get away with the maximum points, but it's always easy beforehand sitting down and thinking about it. But um, yeah, we're sort of we're sort of new looking at the entry at the entry list. It was going to be a tough weekend for us because of, there was such a high high level of R five cars and high level competitions. So. Again, you start the season fresh. You're starting from zero again, and you just have to, you just have to go out there and see what your times are like. And we didn't really know where we're going to be. In the, we hope to be in the running, but didn't really know where we're going to be overall. So it was always good to get the first stage out of the way, and time was quite competitive. And then you could just try and build from there. But uh, it was tricky enough weekend. There were a lot of different condition changes, and, and the weather really closed in on the on the afternoon. Uh, I think it was stage four was probably the worst. Of them all, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a tricky weekend. So I'm sort of happy to get to get around and get a maximum point and start the season that way. 
Yeah, because the, the Northern Ireland Championship has kind of been rejuvenated over the last couple of years now with the, the separation from the tarmac and the gravel and the, with the new media package involved. And all, things are all starting to look very rosy again for the Northern Ireland Championship. And I think certainly reflected that great strength and depth there in that top 10. I think so, yeah. The, the, the fact that the championships kind of, the, the have sort of worked on the promotion over the winter and, and they are sort of they have a, a direction they want to go in and they seem to be, everything seems to be coming together quite well. Um, the, the sort of media package you put together and stuff with the, with the, the end of, of the sort of the end of the rally reviews and stuff. And they have um, Stephen Watson doing the, the reports now, who's um, up here in, in sort of in Northern Ireland. It's very easy. He'd be the guy to go to for sports in general in the BBC. So they have him involved as a, as a massive coup for the championship to get that sort of, that sort of uh, package in place, and I think that combined with just the championship becoming more f- sort of user friendly, should we say, the fact that the rallies are sort of starting to figure out what they're doing, and that's all become a very good structure. That it seems to have appealed to people. Is the entry list in the first round proved that it's, it's quite popular. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, uh, you know, the good thing about it is you can go. You know, and the likes of the track events, there's no recce, but you can go compete on the day and be home again that evening. It's not, you know, there's no massive hotel bills. There's no, you know, it takes away a lot of the, the drama, a lot of the fuss. You just go do your day's rally and go home again. Yeah, exactly. The single venues are enjoyable in that, in that sense that there is no sort of recce. There's nothing else tied on. You just show up on the Saturday morning, do your do your day's sport and go home again. That it's it's quite nicely packaged into that. You know, obviously the later events in the year you can do your racking stuff, but it's all one day stuff. So it's one day racking, one day rally. So it it does take a lot of the pressure off. Um, you know, when you compare it to some of the the Tarmac Championship rounds, you know, for example, like uh, Donegal or or even West Cork this year with it being three day, the, the time away is massive. So it's it's you get what you put in. Obviously, the rallies are bigger and everything else, but I think the the single day format works for everybody. I think it's the same way with the the national challenge. It's very popular for the same similar reason. So, it uh, yeah, it's, to me, I I enjoy the track events and it's something different. Okay, it's not the same as a closed road, but it's you have to sort of have a different style of driving to it, and it brings its own challenge. So it's it's always enjoyable as well. Yeah, and you know, for for competitors starting out in the sport, it's good that you have a couple of track events before you hit the roads as well, too. That it gets you familiar with the car, familiar with stage setup, etc. You know, so from that side of it, it's probably a, a, a benefit as well. It is, I think. The from compete from a driving point of view, it's it's nice to get out there and get sort of the feel for the car on a on a closed in circuit where it's you know there's there's a limit of things you can hit really. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Plenty of tires and bales, but at least it's, at least there's not trees and stuff. So mm-hmm. it uh, it does help, I think, bed yourself into the year, and especially sort of any co-driver starting out, you're getting to go to the first event, and okay, you're you're reading off a map, but at least you're getting the you're getting to understand how time controls work. You're getting to understand what's like, you know, people that maybe haven't been in a rally car before. Mm-hmm. It gives them it gives them quite a, a safe place to sort of sit and experience it, and not really have to read notes or anything like that. So. I think it does have its place, and um, okay, there's there's frustrations tied onto that. There's sometimes the double laps they can cause issues with with catching cars, which we had at the weekend as well. But it's um, that brings its own frustrations, I suppose. But uh, on certain places, that's what you have to do deal with. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think they're quite a good a good event to get started for the year. Yeah, and then you know, looking beyond, you know, we're, uh, next round then Bishop Court, and then you know, there's a few road style events coming up as well too. Like so. You know, Northern Ireland Championship, we'll have to say, isn't a good place. I think so, yeah. Um, I'm sort of, obviously, I'm a bit biased, but I'm really looking forward to the next round in Bishop's Court. Um, they're going with a single a single stage format, you know, no double laps. So it's a single lap that's pretty much like a stage. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be that'll be interesting. It'll bring a new dynamic to the, the single venues, which have always traditionally been two laps. So I think I'm really looking forward to seeing how that how that all pans out, and then you get onto the roads for the for the next three. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a bit of there's a there's a variation across the whole championship now, and I think with with everything with the with the sort of promotion in place and the and the the push more for the from the social media aspect and stuff of it, you know I hope I hope the championship does grow into something quite successful. For sure, for sure. And then, you know, looking a wee bit further afield then as well, like you were one of the first guys to go down the, the C3 route as well. And now this year, the C3 Cup is starting off now uh, with Race and Rally promoting that. Like, fantastic initiative by the guys there, Raymond Moore and all the team. 
yeah, I think they've done a great job to to bring that sort of that sort of challenge element into into the top classes, such into the C threes is is quite a big feat. You know, the to go and organise a prize fund for it and to try and get everything in order. And, and he's obviously done a great job as well with the with the rally four cars with the Peugeots, something similar. But uh, there's not really enough of that about. You know, it's it's kind of when you when you look at it, the history of of rallying, there's always been one big challenges to go into, which there has been a real lack of in the last couple of years. But okay, obviously a, a one big challenge in, in in a rally two class doesn't really fit the bill of a of a not becoming one big challenge. But I think it's it's good to promote the the car and everything else. And uh, you know, it's good to see that that he was Raymond's willing to put his neck out to get something like that up and running. So um, no fair play to him. I think it worked well in 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 Galway. You know, even when the rally was kind of we were back in the rally for doing super rally and the rally was kind of the positions were kind of settled at that point you know for the the top two anyway um but oh there's a big buzz about about between desi and josh about who was going to win the citron trophy so i think mm-hmm. that adds a new element to, to everything as well so you know it's anything like that can be only be a good thing yeah and the, even at the finish Declan boyle was nibbling you know as well too you know so there was there was intrigue right up to the very last stage as well too yeah i think that adds to anything that you can have another dimension into the rally another race to watch is only a good thing and mm-hmm. and uh it does add a, it does add an extra spice to it from from our side when you're in a citroen that you have this other trophy to to go for so it um yeah i think i think it can only be a good thing and and it, so hopefully it brings more cars into the championship as well once it sort of gets established so uh yeah hopefully it's hopefully it's a good omen for the rest of the year yeah and johnny as well as that too like it's bringing you know like it's it's like it's bringing like uh, manufacturer support into it as well through you know the the Stellantis Cup that like we see Peugeot get involved, Michelin get involved, you know, you know real blue collar rally companies get involved at a local level. It's great to see as well. It is. I mean, that's kind of what you need for a series like that. You need obviously manufacturer backing, and you need your tire supplier or your fuel supplier or whatever you can get to to make it all work and. And yeah, to be to be fair, like getting getting the sort of Michelin involved as well was a big a big sort of coup for them to get that all lined up and and um, it means it means we're competing on the same tire as well, so it makes it more of a well, I suppose it makes it more fair that you're not worrying about the differences in the tire technology. We're all in the mm-hmm. same boat. We're all with the same cars, same tire, and, and with the Tarmac Championship control fuel as well. Anyway, so it. Uh, yeah, it's as I say, it's kind of like the it's kind of the one big series that were about when I was when I started rallying, but it's just it's just a different. Uh, it's at the sort of the the top end now, the rally two car end, rather than like sort of like a, a small front wheel drive car. So, it's uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Plus, it gives them a it gives you a system now where you know you have your you have your juniors can come up through the the rally four system and progress into the Citroen Rally two, and there's another cup there for them to go into, which gives them a bit more of a progression whereas before it was it was kind of once you finished your two-wheel drive car or whatever you're kind of left to your yeah. own devices to make a choice of where to go so hopefully hopefully it'll it'll help a few people go towards Citroen as an option which would only be good you know so calm yeah had a great start to the year at Kirkston at the weekend coming away with the top two-wheel drive um fantastic result I would say you're over the moon with that oh over the moon yeah um for many reasons, well, sort of the first time I ever done a rally was at Kirkuson, so that added to that. Um, to a drive, I've never won to a drive, never won the class in that car. So it's kind of all just come as one, so that was pretty good, quite special. Um, I know it's one of Kirkuson, but it sort of means a lot to me. I've been brought up around that, that track and been at it many times in many years and my dad racing and to other people. So uh, it was kind of special for there. I know it's maybe not a big thing to others, but for myself and Everybody that helps me, you know, it was brilliant and we're real proud of it, especially the race against James, you know, he's the king of Curtison, so maybe we'll put up them for a few more rallies this year to see how that goes. Yeah, because like, as you say, like, you know, you have been around the, the Northern Ireland Championship for like nearly ever, I can remember you know, at this stage now, because between yourself yeah. and your father yeah. and you've co-drove for a few guys as well and things, and like... Yeah, you know that the championship has been so good to you and and your family. It's nice for you to get your first two wheel drive one close to home. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's not something like ever when I was a kid I never thought of something. I looked up to all them boys and I thought to myself, Jesus, 
at the weekend, I just, I just felt kind of special, you know, and to do it with Billy Regan. Billy Regan's helped me through my rally and for many years and supported me in so many great ways. And he was sitting in with me and he'd done a good job all day. And that added to the factor. And, you know, there's, there's just so many things you say with the family. And I always was around the Northern Ireland Championship. So it just was brilliant. I've always kind of had pretty good results at Kirkuson and I always feel kind of strong there. But that Kennedy man, he's always hard to beat and he keeps you on your toes. So... It was nice to finally pip him for once, so yeah. that's the start of that. Aye, and you talk, about, you talk about a man that's been about for years. Like James has been there, done uh, that, and I don't know how many t-shirts he's got at this stage, and he still is he's too so many competitive. <laughs> and he still is competitive. He's so competitive. He was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, and uh, he never puts a, he never makes a mistake, and so he's so good. He's hundred percent. He's always worries to be. And people make mistakes around him because he's just so fast and consistent, and that's just hard to. It's hard to keep up with. But thankfully, at the weekend we raced a good race, and he uh, kept us on our toes. So hopefully, the rest of the year will be something similar, you know. And never mind all the other guys in the class. It's such a competitive class, like up here and down the south. It's madness. That two-liter class is. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So um, I was very happy. Yeah. Yeah, and like for anybody that's been following you on social media, like. You know, we've seen the, the pace building, you know, his last few years, and the, we could see it was getting better and better with each event. And then Killarney last year, you went down, first time in Killarney too, as a memory serves me right, and you were, having time, a really, yeah. you were having a really good race, but then some great times. And then, unfortunately, like, how costly a small mistake can be in rallying. Oh, how costly, right, yeah, well, we could sit here all night and talk about it. Um, yeah, well, that's it. I, the first time when we built that car was... Obviously, I come from front wheel drive and maybe 150 horsepower, and we built this car and it was 300 horsepower. So that's a big step up. When we just sort of went with our first year, it was just basically to learn the car and just figure out figure out things. And there were, we were no real pace. And the following year after that, we kind of picked up our pace a bit more consistently. Consistently, and then at the end of the last year, there the pace was good. And come come down to Killarney, and we weren't expecting to race the guys down there because you know Mall's gaps so iconic, and it's. You don't go down there, yes, then boys, first off. So it was really, really quick to uh, be pretty quick up there and in all the other stages. Unfortunately, it didn't all pan out the way we wanted it to, but here, that's rallying. We uh, have the car fixed. We put it past us and hopefully don't do that just just too many oftentimes, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, we had that, so many people help us after. That's and, what I was just about to say. That's what showed the true community of rallying. So many people got behind you, you know, People that maybe weren't even sponsoring you before come on board. They wanted you back out there again, and you know, got behind you to get that car fixed and get it back out there again. That's that's what rallying's all about, isn't it? A hundred percent. And as you say, it's people that's maybe didn't sponsor me before. People just help me with going and maybe lifting things or advice, and that's the big thing in rallying. Community. The advice people give and it's free. It's it's you know it's priceless. Mm-hmm. You because know, you know you don't want to be making these mistakes too often, and when you do. Many of the rally guys have made, guys and girls have made these mistakes, so they can give you advice on maybe how to improve things and who to go to for this and who to go to for that. But my sponsors, honestly, without my sponsors, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do any of this. Uh, so they've been all very through my rallying, getting back rallying, fixing the car, and just everything. Support that's the main thing and keeping me motivated. That was a big thing to get back out again. And, I was sorry, very quite lucky to get the car fixed in quite a short space of time considering the damage and, you know, the cost and stuff like that there. So, yeah, we were very lucky. The plan was to do a bit more rally near the end of last year, but just obviously it was a slow rebuild. So we're glad to get back here at the start of the year and off to a good start. So may yeah. long continue. And like, whenever you went out on that first stage again, was the nerves there, you know, like, do you, you know, do you, do you still remember how to do this? Or once you, once you, the boy says go, does it all um, just disappear? Well, that's a good question, to be honest. We done the test day, was it uh, two weeks before? And I drove around the track three times in the first three laps, and it was as if I'd never drove the car. So it was nearly clueless, so that really helped me, you know. But it was, I just couldn't seem to figure the whole thing out. I was probably more nervous then, you know, than I was on Saturday. Come Saturday, I was pretty confident in the car, and I had sort of had everything set up the way I liked it, and was very happy and comfortable at the end of the test day. So... Obviously, going into the first stage, competing against the clock's different, and you know everyone's there to set a good time. And I uh, definitely nervous starting. I was hundred percent nervous the night before. I was, couldn't sleep and excited. But 
No, after the first stage under a set a good time, we're uh, second two wheel drive and first in class. It was it was chuffed for that. So that that's where I boost my confidence pretty quick. And second stage another quickest time. So after that, pretty settled to be honest. Um, so I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting just sort of be there thereabouts. I wasn't ever expecting to be up there racing with the guys. So I was very very happy to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know like to to take the one and beat James and that, all them other guys there as well, and you know even some class fourteen guys as well too. So it even makes it that wee bit more special. But yeah. What's the thoughts now going into the rest of the year? Will you commit to the championship or just pick and choose your events? Um, thoughts the rest of the year. I don't try not to think too far ahead. After you know, I just definitely go to best score. I would probably, if I can get a budget together, I'll do the three road rallies and the other championship. Um, I'm not going to say I'm commit to it because I don't like to say I'm going to commit to something and then not do it. So I'll just take it as it comes, you know, that kind of way. Um, I'll just sort of see, see what comes up, see what suits, and just work around what's what's feasible, you know, that there's, it has to be at the end of the day. So yeah. I don't really have a plan, but I'm sure one will fall into place somehow. For sure, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, like the, the the team behind you, like you have a great bunch of guys and girls working behind the scenes, and great sponsors on board as well too. Oh, the people that helps us is, you know, I could sit here all night and list them, and I would, I would probably still forget a few. So, without all them, it's, it's just impossible, you know. With my sponsors and my friends and the family, it's just so important, and especially we're still sort of cult clubmen. You know, if you could call it that, it would be a clubman and everyone chips together and the nights before the rally, everyone down the garage and having a bit of crack, you know, and that's what makes it all important and makes it so fun, you know, we can do it all together and we pair the cars ourselves and there's just so many people, they come and they go and they help and they, you know, they bring their support in many different ways and whether they're buying things or helping us and advice, you know, advice, as I said earlier, it's it's one of the key factors in rallying, you know, you can never get enough of that and it's free, nearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, back to the sponsors. We've probably had the same sponsors, and we still some sponsors come here and there. But I've had, you know, like said Drew Stewart, he sponsored me from the very start at Rally, and there's a company ASAF Engineering sponsored me since the start. So, you know, they're very loyal to me, and you know, I can't thank them thank them enough. And you know, that's never mind all my other sponsors. You know, I can't have to thank them all. Um, but there's just so many. You know, there's yeah. so many people in there's the people behind that don't want their name in the cars that help and you know it's just, mm-hmm. there's just so much that people don't see they just see the good you know nobody sees all the, the headaches and the scratching your head and the nights in the garage and wondering is this really worth it and you know you, you pump all your money and your time into it but you know when you get a result like that on Saturday it makes it worthwhile um, so you know there's one high to every 10 lows as they say so there'll be a low coming no right soon Aye, but we'll, we'll just stay in the high for as long as possible and that's what they always say about rallying enjoy the good days because there's plenty of bad ones you know and i think it is important uh, to, to celebrate the good days <laughs> yeah i make the most of it and i'll hold on to it for as long as i can and i, I get my pennies worth out of it as the boy would say uh, great to catch up there to the two guys from Kirkus and johnny greer who won the rally overall and then colin price there um who won the two-wheel drive and then also from Killarney Forest, I spoke to Jordan Hone, the overall winner, Shane McGurr and the ladder, with a 2.4 engine in it now. According to Shane, it doesn't sound as good, but <laughs> we'll reserve judgment now to Five Mile Town, do we hear it? And then uh, Ken McBride, and they won uh, the two-wheel drive and Rally 4, respectively. So, well, let's hear from them. So, Jordan, you finally took the, the one on the, the weekend there in Killarney. Uh, big relief, I would say. Uh, the monkeys are back now, Kevin. <laughs> so it is. I uh, know. Good day. Uh, finally get a one, and uh, you know, fair play to the motor club for running a good rally. They put on a real good event, um, especially you know they do something different with the Clarny Motor Club. They they run the ceremony starting Friday evening and the Saturday evening. Sorry, and uh, now fair play to them. They put a lot of effort in, and uh, yeah, three good stages that uh, we really enjoyed. Yeah, because everybody seemed to talk very highly, especially the, the third stage. Uh, you know, it just seemed to be a real good driving or driver stage. It just seemed to give you everybody coming off it with big smiles on their faces. Ah, well, this is it. Yeah, it seems to be one of the, well, definitely one of the best four stages in Ireland that we've ever done. You know, it's mm-hmm. just the, the the lay of the land that they have down there is um, sort of lends it lends itself well to the to the stages. You know, and uh, 
some of the turbine roads make make a make for wide 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 line, wide uh, wide uh, stages. So plenty of lines and uh, plenty of commitment you can carry it through in some of the corners. So uh, no, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and like you know, a fantastic lineup there on on Sunday morning as well too. Like you know, the forestry, the numbers is going up and the quality is going up as well too. Like there was probably seven or eight guys all in real good R fives. It was all going there thinking we could nip this here, you know. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely one of the strongest entries the Forest Champions had, at, uh, especially at the start of the year, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there was over 90 cars at the start of the event, so no, fair play to the, the you know, the championship and the, and the rally for getting the the, the, the great entry that they did. And, uh, no, as you say, there's uh, 78 guys there could have could have went for the one on Sunday morning, and uh, I, the, the place was definitely hot at the, at the top, you know. Yeah, and like never like there's so many. You have to bring your A game. It's, you know you have to be on it right from the the like from the voices go on the very first stage. There's yeah, yeah. there's no margin for error when it's like that. No, this is it. Everything everything has to be right. You know, there's nothing left to chance anymore. Uh, you know, between the car setup that Adam had sorted and the tires and you know the effort that we put into the notes before and everything everything that we can do to make it easier before we get there. It's uh, there's nothing can be left to chance and. Uh, I, the, the way the pace is when that forest jam is at the moment, you know, it's it's very very high and uh, requires a lot of commitment uh, just to to get round and uh, to be at the top pace. So no, it's uh, it's a credit to the championship and uh, that the uh, that it's going so strong at the moment. Yeah, for sure. And then like Adam Platt gives you a car that you can step into and you can go at that maximum attack, knowing that the car is right for you too, which is always you know it's a great peace of mind as much as anything else. I know fair play to Adam and uh, and the lads is working along with them. Uh, you know, they want they want as much as as we do, so it makes their life a lot easier. We don't have to worry anything about that. You know, Adam is fully committed to getting the car right, and uh, yeah, he just wants the best for us as as we want the best for him to come out of the, to come out of the car as well. So, no, no fair play to him. Yeah, and like you know, you talked there about the championship, the strength and depth there as well too. Like a few years ago, you were coming in, you know, and like, coming up through the categories. And like the, the you know from your day it was rally two it's now rally or r2 it's now rally four like how many guys was there at the weekend and then the, the junior 1000s the, that that's really taken off there was like 19 junior 1000s i think at the weekend wasn't there that's great yeah, to see the next version. generation coming already again this is it yeah no great great that they're given that opportunity kevin isn't it you know from yeah. the age of whatever 14 15 to be starting off in Forestry Line and proper uh, proper stages, proper competition. It's uh, it's a credit to, to all involved to get it to take it to the stage it is now, and it's great to see the popularity in it. Mm-hmm. I guess like you, you know you got the benefit of the uh, all track you know Rally Sport Association like and that was on tarmac and and like the skills you pick up before you ever hit a stage like that it's invaluable. It just money couldn't buy it. It's a life skill, really, you're picking up. That's maybe where I'm that's coming a, from. It's a great, great opportunity to be starting at such a young age, you know, and uh, it's all fun and uh, at that stage, you know, you know, it's it's about enjoyment at that stage and uh, it can get very serious um, as, as as the levels progress and uh, especially whenever you go near or five or, as you mentioned, even the top rally four guys there at the moment, you know, the competition they had at the weekend, there was there's serious pace out there and fair play to them guys as well, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. it can get very serious, but, you know, for them junior 1000 guys starting off uh, with proper SSA, proper stages and uh, it's uh, it's like some experience for them. Yeah, it must be some buzz that they get 14 years of age sitting in the start line of a forestry rally stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Their eyes are being stuck, so they would. Yeah, you can just imagine. <laughs> and then for yourself, is the, the priority the Irish forestry or any other plans really this year? I suppose after the after the one, I sort of had to commit to that championship now. But uh, no, the intention would always was to try and commit to. Um, I certainly the first championship is the priority. Um, there's some breaks between some of the rounds, um, especially between April and August. So I'd like to do some maybe some national tarmac rounds or some of the Northern Ireland championship tarmac rounds. Um, I know Maiden City Motor Club running a close rally. A close stage rally close to us, so it's very local to us actually, and based uh, in Claudia. So, but nice to try and do that as well. So yeah. being so close to home, you know, we mm-hmm. go to all ends of the country. On our doorstep, it would be kind of a shame not to do one when it's come past your door almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that'd be nice to uh, nice to do that definitely. 
Mm-hmm. And like you know, we all know like how important sponsors is in all and rally. You're very lucky. You've had strong support right from the start, and nearly all the names on the cars is still the same names as was on the Opel Adam and was on the Micra. And that <laughs> just shows that you're you're able to bring them something as well. Ah, well, this is it. You know, it's uh, only for them. Uh, it'd be very difficult to do without them. I do it without them. You know, you know the likes of curly cars there and TOC utilities and. Uh, and of course, you know, body repairs is quite local to us as well. You know, they're all they're all rally people, Kevin. They all uh, they're all appreciate the effort that goes into it, and uh, only for them, as I say, it would be very difficult to do without them. And uh, you know, the likes of uh, Adam, as I say, and Mitch and Tires are also there supporting us as well. And uh, of course, my father has business primary carport, so yeah. I, as I say, um, very appreciative that uh, all the support that they bring us. Yeah, and like you just mentioned something there that makes me think too. Like all them names you mentioned, rally people. Like you know, like the likes of Connor Curley there, you know, sponsoring you. Like Connor wants to go and do his own wee bit of rallying, but it's nice he's able to spread the love. Nearly, you know, he gives everybody, you know, he gives you a few quid then to help you, you know, and that that filters right through as well too. That that you know that is a great mark of different companies yeah. as well. I know. As I say, they they can they can understand it coming from the from. Being rally people themselves, they understand they work and effort, and uh, they they're they're fully appreciative. Now, so they're yeah. definitely. Oh, Shane, great result down in Castle Island there on Sunday, and the lad is back singing again. Yes, Kevin, um, good to chat again. Um, yes, good to get her up and running. She's been off the radar there for six months, and um, we blew the engine in Cork Forest back in August last year, and. It's just an ongoing thing about getting it repaired, and then Keith Keith McMullen in the college he um, talked me into going a two point four Honda and to build uh, basically a team good forest spec two point four Honda, you know, with good torque. So I reluctantly was talked into that now. Um, as I said before, but engines, I I love the Honda. I love a high revving engine. I love the thing going. <laughs> I got there way at the top end and you ring in the neck of it, and you just get a buzz out of that, you know. But then I just was sort of a bit put on the sensible head and think, listen, these things revving the nine, nine and a half, ten thousand revs don't last, you know. Yeah. They're, they're 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 hard to maintain. Um, now I've been very very lucky with my Toyota. Keith built that Toyota, and it's six years now revving the nine and a half thousand and. Touch wood and never give me any bullet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but I put on the sensible head and thought, right, we need to think of something that's going to hopefully stay going and get more mileage on this car. There's no, it's no good sitting up for six months with the engines blowing and stuff like that. So, I put on the sensible head. And, ah, listen, I'm, I'm delighted to get her back. Aye. And, um, you know, like, as you, like we were talking before we started recording here, there's a different tune out of this car, but it's going to take a wee bit of just tweaking your driving style to get the best out of it, you think, as well? Well, it's now, you know, we're now, we now like have a big pinto in it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and being truthful in my lifetime of rallying, I detest the pintos. <laughs> I started rallying the pintos and every time I got out, I blew them up. <laughs> to them engines. And now I've been sort of down the route of a big 16-volt pinto, really. Mm-hmm. But no, I had it out and this, we didn't really get any testing done in, in before Killarney there. So there was a bit of a trial and error. The first stage was just to us we'll wing this gear and see how we go. And we'll add up the gear and it was all a trial and error. And to be fair, midway through it now, I was coming on to it all right, I thought. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get out and not rev on it. I had to yes. get gear noise to put a big shift light on the dash. Now, if it put me up a big orange light on the dash, then I know the team. <laughs> <It's right. laughs> yeah, and in fairness like... now, it's... Uh-huh. We're now changing gear at seven and a half thousand revs, and not nine and a half thousand revs. <laughs> no, it sounds crap though. <laughs> I was still Doesn't saying sound... that I was saying it still sounds pretty cool, good now, even yeah, at seven and a half thousand. But in saying that now, when you do pull a gear at it at seven, seven and a half thousand revs, like it just pulls like a house, like it's like a TK Bedford now. Yeah. I will just pull and pull and pull. Like you can oh, nearly uh, be, yeah. you can nearly be up a gear in a lot of places now. Oh, right? you're up a gear, again. definitely, you know. You know, there was one particular instance I come down and she came too deep and the, the previous engine, you know, you'd have been the first gear and coming through it and nine and a half thousand revs. And I got all into a fluster and I just come too deep into it. And the next thing I looked over at the clock and I was coming through it in third gear. 
and just put the foot down the way it went. <laughs> Holy moly, this is some operation. <laughs> Look, crap going through it. It was just boring, but still. <laughs> it seems to work. If I could only get, learn to take the best out of it. Yeah. That, that's just going to take a wee bit of refinement. And then to have the man back in the notes with you as well, Denver, Denver Rafferty, great to have him back on board as well. Ah, sure, he's one of the family, Denver, like, and he's sure he's, it's great to have him back, you know, and it's great to get a bit of a good finish for him too, you know, Aye. you know, because now not that he was hard to talk into coming back, you know. <laughs> you didn't Andrew, have to twist his arm Andrew too hard. Andrew, <laughs> his big accident was in May, was it last year, and if he could have had his way, he'd have been in Donegal. Yeah, but um, he, you know, it's in Denver's blood, and it ain't coming out. No, that, that's the great thing with Denver. Like as you say, like he, he has born and bred rallying. Like I would say, if you cut oh, him down yeah. the middle, it'll be just rallying, just run through him, wouldn't it? It would, you know. Mm-hmm. Matter when I went to see him after his accident, now and he was a sore man, and he was hobbling about on crutches and back braces and everything. But the, 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 he didn't want to talk about his how he felt. It was what were you going, where you were going next, and what's on and you know, every it was rally, rally, rally talk. It was zero interest in any other talk. Aye, and the, you know, even to when, back. Aye, and even when he's downtime, he drove from Mallon to Mizzen. Like you know, anybody else would be resting, recuperating. No, not oh, Denver. I'll jump no, on a no, tractor no, no, and no, no, no. cross out. <laughs> we all put many a suggestion across to get him out of that game, but no, there was there was no turning him in that. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. that was his baby and. Hell or high water, there was nobody else driving that tractor. Like. No, and like you know, what, he's very, very determined, and that's why, to be fair, he's recovered so well. Aye. he's very, very determined, lad. Mm-hmm. And like, the same with Alan, he's aye, so determined he is. Like you can see it, you know, he's, he's great crack and never else, but whenever he pulls on the helmet and all, oh, he's there to do yeah. a proper job. It's not there's the mess of stops, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Ach, he's a bit like myself. To be fair, he doesn't take the thing overly serious, and he he enjoys the crack of it, and you know. I'm the pretty much the same. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. we go rallying if we're there, thereabouts, great. If we're not, oh, today really, it's just the way it is. Aye. You know, mm-hmm. I appreciate now I'm an old man now, you know, and it, you can't raise the young guys on an old head. And so yeah. we just careful about and do our own thing. And if it works and it works, and if it doesn't, it does. Well, mm-hmm. grand too. And then, you know, like Killarney put on a great rally there yesterday, like three. And there was, uh, I think it was the third stage that everybody seemed to really love. It was a real good, fast-flowing stage. Yeah, it was a good stage. Now, we got a bit, uh, with a bit of an issue on it on the first type path over it. Um, a lot of road miles in that rally and a lot of stage miles. And, you know, obviously with tyres and one thing and another, we struggled with tyre wear. Um, downside of the ladder is, and the startup, to be fair, you can't run two spare wheels in the boot. There's just no room. It's not doable. We can we flat everything with that ladder before we built it and when we were building it. We thought about putting wheels everywhere and it's just cannot get two wheels into the car. And we struggled with the tire wear on stage three. You know, the tires was literally to the canvas by the time we got down the stage. Uh-huh. And then such road miles in the mid stage the car started dropping fuel pressure and started going loss in power and we were literally running out of fuel. With the sheer mileage on on the road section, you know, but listen, it was one of them things. Uh-huh. Just so we we hampered time on stage three, and um, very surprised we got away with losing as little as we did. We lost ten, I think, or eleven to Mickey, maybe in that one. Mm-hmm. Very surprised it wasn't thirty. Kevin, right. to be honest with you, yes. just felt that there was so much time being lost, you know. Mm-hmm. But listen, it worked out all right. Then we got a good chip on. Now the next couple of stages, we put in a bit of a push. And, we got a wee bit of a comfort zone, and, you know. Yeah. To be honest, and we like, didn't really get to get a real good cut at that stage three because because of that with the problems the first time over to men, it was a case of just preserve or or or, or lead uh-huh. the last time over, you know. So we didn't take an out and out cut at it on the last long mm-hmm. run. So yeah, and but like, no, it was it was a nice stage. Yeah, and like you know, you talk about the the, the old head and all there. <clears throat> Mickey Conlon, a man who's been about for forever now at this stage too, mm-hmm. and like Mickey seems to be getting faster as, as the years go on too as well. He's yes, really been on some great times. Yeah, no, he's punching on great times there. You know, mm-hmm. with me, he's getting no spring chicken now either. And, mm-hmm. you know, but the good thing is about this old sport, you know, us old boys seem to push us old boys on. Aye, you know, like there's a prime example next weekend of. Final Town next year, they had in Hellington, and mm-hmm. that'll be just a wing and a prayer job, like with the boy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. 
they had them six or seven years older than me, or maybe more, and I'm an old man. <laughs> you know, but Adrian's never going to be an old man. He's the heart of a lion. Yeah. You know, so uh, I don't know where he gets his energy, energy out of. Like. I know, like Adrian would get into a wheelbarrow and want to go oh. as fast as he could possibly go. What doesn't matter? If, oh, yeah. You know, he just he has that need for speed. I suppose is be a way. Oh, he has. A, he has <laughs> definitely got the rally blood in him for sure. You know. I have to admire Adrian, like, and, and you know, just oh, yeah, I don't know where he gets the energy to do what he do, does. Mm-hmm. Aye, and then you know, you know I can be equally quick on, there, uh, on gravel and tar, and then as you say, run a business on top of all that Runner, as well. Uh, and, yeah, and he's not, I have to admire him. <laughs> he's some operator. That's and sure. like to be fair in final town, like I think I don't know. Yeah, this last few years, me and Adrian seems to be always uh, stuck in the middle of a battle with other guys also, uh-huh. but. If anything doesn't crash, I crash. That seems to happen in the final town. Yes. It's a miracle that me and Adrian keep staying going come the end of the day. That I, I just, I'd be so happy this year if the two of us see the finish of it. But yeah. who beats who? Mm-hmm. But I'd love the two of us to get to the bloody finish of it without problems. Because uh-huh. like you, but, you mentioned in Five Mile Town, like, you know, for just guys, it's your local rally. And after the bushwhacker, it's the one that you all want to win. Like it, it, it means a lot. Like for a small clubman rally, it means an awful lot to you, especially the two wheel drive guys. It's just one of them events. I can't work it out. I think it was Adrian said this years ago. Like every rally in the years, all about it's it, it's it's a build up for the bushwhacker, and then when you have the bushwhacker over, any rallies after that's a build up for final town. <laughs> you know, it's all it's all about the bushwhacker the final town. <laughs> But ah, listen, the final two rally stands out too. For a rally that's not even part of a championship, it just you have to get two wheel drive winning it. That's just one of them achievements that you have to do. Yeah, I because like I was chatting to Denise McCanney earlier, and like what she was saying, like we were saying that it's one of the very few rallies that's left in Ireland now that's not part of a championship. It's a standalone yeah. rally, and like the, a few years ago, you had the Enniskillen Clubman, you had Dava, you know, you'd be different events, and there was hardly, yeah. there was hardly, there hardly any of them left now. Really, there's so, none of them left, yeah. unfortunately. You know, one of the, it's a, it's unfortunate, you know, the way the motorsport has went and. But I suppose another thing sometimes what happens is too, you know, Hamilton over the years, going back a right few years now, maybe five or ten years ago, like I think we might have finished third overall in Hamilton twice, maybe three times, I can't remember. You know, but it'll be a miracle if we make the top ten now. Yeah. You know, the modern car is just so competitive and it's a proper rally car. Mm-hmm. You know, the two-wheel drive car is just is not capable of I think we punched into it was a ninth overall in Killarney there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a few years ago we were we done Tipperary, was it 2000? Me and Marty McGarty done 14, maybe. I think we made him a third or fourth overall in it in the fourth yeah. championship. Now it's American, we're making the top 10. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're pretty much all R5s in front of Yeah, and because the early generation <clears throat> of the R5 car has probably got nearly almost as affordable now as the. You know your 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 two liter your two point five escort started whatever kind of thing now as well too, and they well, they are like you know and I was chatting to a fella that it was the big evil man and you know he says once you get over the initial cost of buying the car the car is easy maintaining it's probably an escort or mm-hmm. you know your evos and stuff so yeah <laughs> but like, probably you know, do make sense you know you tried an evo a few years ago it just wasn't your thing you prefer the steer from the rear and and the, yeah. the better even. I was at and then five my town your your home rally like is it special having the rally in your hometown as well? Oh, of course it is. You know, listen to when we were young and following rallying and ripping and tearing about and racking yokes when we were cubs. You know, we would have followed five my town, and at that time it would have been you know a local enough kid as here um, Nigel Trotter. You know, Nigel was punching and punching away to try and win Final Town, and it was his goal to win Final Town, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, correct me if I'm wrong in this accent, I don't think Nigel ever got the joy of winning it. Uh-huh. I think he finished second on either one or two or three occasions, you know, but he never just got yeah. the lucky win, you know. And, and mm-hmm. Ezzy Hazlitt was also another man. You, we would be standing in the bushes from early morning to see Ezzy Hazlitt coming in a BDA or whatever it was, you know, and it was all it was them local... And I know at that time you had Glenn Allen's and Eugene Donnelly's coming up to see it, but with us being local, it was Ezzy and, you know, 
them local chaps from Ronnie Coulter and them was the boys that we went out to watch to see like Aye. you know <laughs> and didn't matter where they were positioned on the road we were there to Ronnie Coulter come or as a Hazlitt come or an Angel come you know you, you were there to watch it to them guys come like Aye, they were your men like such yeah they so. were the men that we had a buzz to watch and go and see uh-huh. like mm-hmm. you know and the Goma Motor Club is really getting taking the community to heart this year. There's a ceremonial start. There's a lot of the local business. You're one of them that's sponsoring a stage. You know, it's mm-hmm. great to get the whole community involved in this as well. Oh, it is. It's great for the local community, to be fair, you know. And it's nice, actually, now that it's finishing in one of the local pubs. He's a bit of a rally head too, Nigel Downey. was a pub in the town, the Jubilee Bar there. And it's it's nice that it's coming back to the town. And I understand nowadays it's not the same. as drinking back in the buck after events. You know, mm-hmm. people go home, they get the trophy and they go on down the road, wherever they're going home, you know. But Fireman Town Rally back 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was four o'clock in the morning before the town would have been cleared. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's been missed in the town too. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I remember stories of yourself and was it Martin McCormick and the Bar- uh, Berlin Govan <laughs> all there yeah. in the morning? <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> remember that and memory, that's... Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then the ceremonial start is a lovely touch as well and then they have young Jaden flagging the cars off too which is you know a, a lovely gesture by the the club as well ah it is you know anybody if you know that probably maybe doesn't know the story on it um, Jaden's dad unfortunately passed away at Killarney Killarney rally and poor young Jaden was lying beside him the critter you know and um Darl was a local fellow to Fimal Town he lived in Fimal Town this last 15 or 20 years you know, he actually worked for me 15 or 20 years ago for four or five years, you know, or complete and utter paddle head, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, just two-wheel drive Sierras. He was mad about his Sierras and stuff, you know, and big, big rally fan. Big, big Frank Kelly lover, actually. Even though I was in the town, he, I was the word for that about it. <laughs> Him and Jaden just were big lovers of Frank Kelly, you know, and they followed Frank everywhere, you know, but that's lovely now to see that, you know, because... Uh, Jaden's, you know, he's young and a good cub and, you know, uh, hopefully he'll stay involved in the sport and keep him on the straight and narrow, like, and you'd hate to see the old cub maybe going to the wrong. Yeah, for sure. And well, so we can only we'll wish you the very best now at the weekend, Shane, and no doubt we'll want to hear this ladder rev and, well, hopefully, you know, get the... the it doesn't rev very hard, so no. I'm not going to hear it coming. <laughs> you might see a big orange light on the dash before you hear it <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's been a good uh, it's been a good day yesterday down in Clarney and and the new car there and yeah, it's been a great day learning the car and stuff, but uh happy happy to come out with the one and as you say, a lot of lot of competition there and uh yeah, happy out. Yeah, cuz like you know, the the whole rally four thing has just been an explosion this last 12 18 months and there's so many uh, young guys like yourself going into that category and it's really taken off the the times are like fractions of a second, tenths of a second, you know, and it's every every stage one's a, a bonus to, to, to come away with the one. Uh, it must be, it gives you a real buzz. Oh, for sure, 100%. Uh, it's good to start the year off, my first event, you know, on, 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 on a good pace, you know, and uh, like the class is really, really high pace. And um, I think everybody around the rallying community is starting to see what the Rally 4 class is like. Uh, it's really tight racing, and it's it's so it's so good because everybody helps each other, push each other on. So, like, it's good that it's tight because uh, you have a good benchmarker to push yourself on and improve yourself to to continue and build your pace and and build your experience. Like, so it's good to have have people around you that's really fast. And at the end of the day, it's helping each other to to push each other on. And look, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah, because like you know, you made the move from the fast over to the the two hundred eight rally four car, and like we can see now with the, you know the Stellantis Cup, and like there's a you know like there's a a ladder you can work towards. You know you you can do well here and in the UK, and then you know if that goes well, you can go into Europe and one thing and all. And the the car takes you right through, and that's probably one of the the, the advantages of a homologated rally. And like too long in Ireland, we went down the you know the, the modified cars these cars can take you to the world championship yeah for sure and look it's great because uh they learn you they learn you obviously homologated the left hand drive and sequential gearbox and 
their factory built gear. So, you know, you're kind of getting into a good, strong gear. And look, they're, they're built really well, all the Rally 4 gears. And uh, it proves how, how well and how fast they are whenever <clears throat> whenever you're, 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 you're going well in them. Because like, the time that people can do in them is quite incredible. But um, no, it's good because it's good to have a ladder to, to work against and, and see to base yourself off and, and work up the ladder from, from, from the start to the whole way up, you know? Yeah, because we've even seen, like, yesterday, the, the, the Junior 1000, the category you started in a, just a few short years ago. Like, the numbers in it was phenomenal. And, you know, it's great to see so many, so much young blood coming through now and the competing side of rallying now as well. Oh, look, it's un- unbelievable. Um, the entry they had was crazy for the J1000s, and it just shows you the entry that, we had or they had for the rally four class was unreal so give that two or three years when all the g1000 um lads and ladies are moving up to the rally four cars it's going to be even more so it's it's only going from strength to strength realistically you know but uh look it's unbelievable to see and it's great to be great to be a part of the rally four class it's a good bunch of lads in it and it's good to it's good, good racing everywhere you go, you know, uh, gravel or tarmac, you know, um, Ireland or UK. It's it's always good tight racing and it's good, it's good, good learning, you know. Yeah, because like we've seen how competitive you were against, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle White last year and the, the JBRC and Kyle's moved up to a rally five car. Like the numbers in the BRC maybe weren't reflective of what they were a few years ago, but the level of competition, like, you uh, were having some fantastic battles and to come back here and be racing the guys at home shows that the level here is as good as anywhere else. Oh, 100%, Kevin. Um, luck over racing in the BRC is great. You get to experience some incredible events and stages, you know, and, and I think you learn a lot um, getting to, to, to rally in some incredible stages. Um, but yeah, it's great to come back and the level in Ireland's it's only getting better and better and uh, it's already very high and it's proves proves that, that that it is um but it's great it's great to see and look it's going to keep going keep going up for sure and like you know we've, we've you know we're probably everybody's probably fed up listening to you be chatting on about the MA academy like this is like taking all you guys to the to the next level you know it's not even just the winners you know it's everybody's getting pulled along with this you know even the guys in the junior one thousand, you know the the you know the other guys in the rally four car, everyone is getting the the benefit of this program. They're all you know knowing the right things to eat. They're they're knowing the the right way to approach an event. It's this is benefiting everybody. Yeah, one hundred percent. Look, it's great, great program and what they're doing and and the work the whole academy team's putting in behind the scenes that. That nobody really sees. Uh, it's a lot of organising, and you know, it's a lot of work and a lot of time for everybody. And a huge thanks must go to them. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's great for all the young Zealand thousand people to look up to it and look up to people that's in the academy, and even the people that's in the academy look up to people who's been in there and and, and did it and gone to gone to world level, and and it's just it's very very good, you know. But it's great to be a part of, and uh, yes, yeah, unbelievable. But it's good to be a part of. Yeah, that's that what you're saying. Like you're you're looking up, you know, like the junior one thousand guys looking up at just guys in Rally Four. You are looking up at you know Eamon Kelly and the JWRC. Eamon's looking up at Wall Crichton. You know, and you know that that shows that the ladders of progression is there, and like the the world the world is there for the taking. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's and it's good. It's good to it's good to look up to people and 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 set set a benchmark to help you work towards something, you know, and uh, improve yourself and, and all different dynamics, you know. Um, not only driving, but obviously your nutrition, your fitness and, and your media and all the all those sorts of things, you know, everything's crucial, important. And uh, yeah, you get to meet some incredible people and, and it's good to, it's very, very good to be a part of, to be for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, another part of your, your rallying is you do the work in the car yourself, you know, you, you know, you come back from Killarney, you were away today helping another man get you know getting ready for Mayo, but tomorrow you'll be working at your car getting it ready for the next event. Yeah, that's it. You know, as you know, I, I <clears throat> some people don't see stuff behind the scenes, you know, but it's great that I really enjoy getting to do do work my working on my own car. It's look, it's it's sometimes it's hard and to get time to get stuff sorted and uh running up to events and stuff, but look you learn a lot and uh, it only 
helps me it really helps me whenever uh, at an event if there's ever an issue or if you come across a small issue that you have a small idea on on how to approach it and fix the the problem you know so it's good to have some mechanical knowledge uh in the car and uh yeah getting to work work on rally cars day in day out is important because uh er, not every day you learn something so uh i can always take it to my driving when i go driving then i've plenty of stuff that I've learned at work to, to put into practice so look it's it's very very important you know but uh yeah I really enjoy it you know yeah and like you know the one clarinet would you know would you consider looking at the championship or is your sight set in a higher plane yeah well <clears throat> um to be honest we decided just to go to clarinet and the video there's brand new and we just wanted to shake it down and and make sure everything's working well and get a get a bit of a setup into it and uh just get used to the car. Um uh, slightly different to the Fiesta and that was our, our main aim. But our main focus is trying to get to um the junior ERC this year. But uh look we've started clarinet and we've we've got maximum points there for the MIGRS. So we're we're still working hard towards getting a European programme put in place. Um with uh budget and stuff but uh we'll know within the next few weeks on, on how we're getting on but hopefully hopefully we can get that off the line and if we can't we'll have to look at other options but for now that's our main options going to europe yeah and if anybody thinks they can help out in any way to get you to the european championship how you know contact you through social media yeah through social media kevin uh, facebook instagram uh all those social media platforms it's uh, they can approach me through that, yeah, or the academy also. Yeah, because like you know, somebody might think what they have to offer might be small and insignificant, but every little, you know, every few quid that will could make the difference between getting to an event or not getting to an event. Oh, look, that's it, hundred percent. Hey, look, everything helps in, in this game, and uh, I am just so happy that I get to do what I get to do, no matter where I'm going. If I'm driving and 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 the rally car, I'm happy. So. Uh, Look, it's <clears throat> the next steps, a big one for me to take, you know. So it's uh yeah, it's gonna be hard to do, but uh I'll I'll try for sure. But no, I'm always grateful for the opportunities I get when I when I get to go out. It's it's always incredible and uh it's just great to be <clears throat> driving in a rally four car. Um obviously with the Fiesta last year and we moved to Pugio this year. But um no matter where I go or what which rally I do, I'm always happy to to be behind the, the steering wheel so uh yeah I, I enjoy it so once again there thanks to jordan and uh, shane and then finally kyle there and connor five mile town coming up this weekend like what can we say like it's a rally that's not a part of any championship and it's attracted a strong entry and they, they're put, really putting the boat out there the ceremonial start saturday morning you know eight stages in total throughout the day uh, you know, credit to the club, like for a, a clubman rally, you know, it's it's ticking all the boxes and far more as well. Absolutely. Look, you know, it's always a popular event. It's always well supported, but it's great to see that they're not just resting on the laurels and they, they are putting a bit of extra hype and into it. And, you know, the ceremonial starts like it, it's a give us chance for everybody to, to kind of come and celebrate and enjoy get to see the cars it's good for the sponsors you know it's it's a nice opportunity to get a bit of a warm-up before the event kicks off yeah it is you know it's, it, like we always we keep saying about bringing rally into the people like you know it's for just random people just going through five mile town to get a chance to get up close and personal to rally cars and to the you know the guys and girls in them too i think definitely has to be applauded and we you know and like the entry list you know there's almost 60 cars, I think, in there. Um, fantastic, you know, as I say, fair play to Home Motor Club. They put a big effort into it, and it's great to see. And hopefully the weather will be kind to them and they get a, a good day's rally. Absolutely. That's hopefully, yes, I think there's a bit of a cold snap on the way. But if it stays dry, um, what do you call it? It should be a great day's crack in the forest. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Denise McKinney here from Home Motor, Home Motor Club now is going to give us a few, you know, where, when, and all that kind of thing now. So let's hear from Denise. So Denise, we're a few days out now from the start of uh, a five mile town rally and once again Omo Motor Club has pulled together a great event. Yes, this weekend sees the return of our five mile town stages. Uh, our three famous stages, Jankin, uh, Crackling Rally and Down. Uh, our Jankin is running its follow with in reverse to the recent years. Down is done as its max length, the wheel loop in the middle and the finish at down at the lake. And then our Crackling Rally stage is run 
in a similar style, uh, starting at the bridge on two different finishes, just to mix it up a bit. Yeah, and that's the one thing with Five Mile Town and Oma Motor Club in general, you know, it's not just repeat, cut and repeat, cut and repeat. You know, they mix it up, they change the stage around, they'll reverse the stages and it puts a lot of extra work and use as a, as a club, but you'd like to give the competitors a bit of variety. We do, surely, yeah. Oma Motor Club is known for doing things a wee bit outside the box. Um, as you say, it's good for the competitors. Just gives them that wee bit of an edge to get something different and get the full use out of the stages as possible. For sure, for sure. And then you know you'd have a, a fantastic uh, supporter on board and Martin Samsonis as well. You know, like for such a huge company to get involved and you know in relative terms a small rally speaks volumes for the professionalism behind behind the event. Yeah, we're very grateful to have Samsonis back on board again. Um, thanks Mick McCullough from URM Sports for that there. He's our contact with Martina. Um, he unfortunately isn't going to be here this year for the event, but there's rumours that he might be back for the Bushwhacker. Excellent, excellent. And then as well as having them as the headline sponsor, like uh, Five Mile Town is really getting behind this event this year. And there's a lot of small local businesses sponsoring stages and, you know, there's going to be a ceremonial start. And they... We always say how great it is, you know, to bring rally into the people and having the ceremonial start on the morning of the event brings a new dimension to the event as well. It does surely, yeah, and it creates that safe space that um, parents can bring their kids, they can see the cars up close and they're not out in the stages where it could be dangerous or they could get caught up in it. So yeah, everybody's welcome to in Town High School. Cars will be arriving about 9.15 on Saturday morning. Um, we also have the young Jaden Chambers doing if what we have an cars. Um, many will know that uh, young Jaden there lost his father last year at the Killarney Historic Rally. So it's just nice to get him out and about and get him involved in the rally in a game. Yeah, for sure, and that's a lovely touch by the club. And you know, like we know how important rallying was to them as a family, and to to get Jaden back out there and show, you know, get have the rally family give him a hug, basically. That's it, yeah. Um, rallying is all a big family, like, so it's just really nice to support the young ones and help them through their difficult time, like. That's for sure, that's for sure. And then, you know, as we say, the, the service area too this year, is, there's a bit of a change there as well. And, you know, uh, the Campbells have been a strong supporter of rallying, you know, all throughout Northern Ireland, but in particular down around uh, Oma and Enniskill, and they're giving you their premises for, for the day as well. They are, yeah. So they are giving their yard up, which is great. Um, the scrutiny will be there on Friday night, then along with the service and the finish will be there on Saturday. Again, with the Campbells, everybody knows them. Um, there's no baller with them. They're great to work with. Um, nothing is too much. And yeah, we're really grateful for their support. Yeah, because, like, you know, the Campbells travel the length and breadth of Ireland, you know, and they, they travel en masse, you know, you never meet one Campbell, you meet them all, you know, and they, they are so good at giving back to, to rallying as well, because, you know, we've seen the NSKL Motor Club use their the quarry for sprints, yes, they're using their, their their yard now for the service area, and that's, you know, that's fantastic for them to be so good to, to all their clubs as well. That's it, yeah, they support everybody, like, it's not just they're based in Fermanagh, they'll support and it's Gillen. They'll reach out to all their clubs and help as much as they can. Mm-hmm. That's for sure, that's for sure. And then, you know, when when can we expect to see, you know, like as you talked about the safe space, you know, like a, a service area is a great place to go and see the cars and see the drivers and maybe, you know, get a photograph and things like that. When would be a good time to call into service? Um, so service is, um, there's only one service on Saturday. It'll be later on in the day. I'll just get you the time here now. Um, so yeah, um, there will be marshals and stuff about just to keep everybody safe and going in the directions that they need to be. Uh, ooh, so our service in Campbell's yard, cars should be there from about one o'clock. Mm-hmm. So they will. Yeah, if anybody's free, they're more than welcome to come around the service park and see the crews. That's for sure. That's for sure. And then you know you talked about you know the famous stage stages, Jenkins, and you know. Like Jenkins especially has probably got the reputation as being one of the best forestry stages in Ireland, you know, and you know some fantastic action on it and one thing and another. And you're going to visit it three times over the day as well. We are, yeah. There's three loops over it, and um, so the first two 
runs will be similar. The third run will have um, just the wee hill section cut out because it does get quite damaged. So it's just to save them smaller boys further back in the field that they get the fair run around it as well. That's for sure. And, you know, again, the Motor Club using their initiative and, you know, looking out for everybody. It's not just about, the, you know, the guys at the front of the field. It's making sure that everybody has a good day out too. Definitely, yeah. Uh, without the wee smaller club men, like, we wouldn't be able to. So, yeah, it's great to have the small ones support as well. Yeah, because uh, every every car is like they're they're paying the same entry fee. Their you know their entries is as important as car one as car fifty one. Oh, definitely, yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah, as I say, it takes them smaller boys to keep the bigger boys running. So yeah, it's just fair that they all get this fair chance around it. Mm -hmm. And like you know, one great thing about Oma Motor Club, they have a guy Barry Rundle, their chief marshal, and you know. What you know, Barry goes over and beyond what's required for a, a chief marshal. He he has his troops lined up and ready for action for Saturday. He does surely. Yeah, Barry is always on top of his game, and um, he has all the required marshals plus more. And um, yeah, they're all meeting in Beatty Bar on Saturday morning, and he'll lead the way out there and get everybody set up and ready to rock. Yeah, and like, you know, I suppose for anybody going out to, you know, we've seen over the last few weeks how important it is to listen to marshals. You know, they're there for your safety, so please, if you're out on the stages, obey the marshals, obey the, uh, obey the officials. Yeah, of course, that is our number one, like, is to keep everybody safe. So if a marshal does ask you to move or stand somewhere different, please listen because stages do be cancelled and you've seen that just in the past there that a stage had to be cancelled because of spectators and we really don't want to happen so if there's any officials any marshals just listen to what they're saying please and just keep out of the way and keep safe yeah and it's something that we mentioned earlier too the five mile town community getting behind this event as well too you know like uh, the programs will be available around around the town on saturday morning as well yeah of course they'll also be in bds far as well and um, they should be there from Midweek on, but could just keep an eye on our Facebook, and um, they'll be up there as soon as they are ready. Excellent. And then you know, as well as that, like, who can we expect? You know, like, you know, maybe we haven't got the the, the quantity of numbers you would probably, you know, but there's good quality field there as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. Um, we're sitting just below the sixty there at the minute, but entries we'll take them right up until Friday night if we need to. Like, there's no problem at all. Um, some of our top guys there at the minute, you have the likes of Gareth Mimia, Ryan Codwell, Niall McGonagall, who had a great run there at the weekend, mm -hmm. uh, Vivian Hamill, Andrew Purcell, they're all on top form, so any one of them could take the one this weekend. The likes of your two-wheel drive boys, you've got Shane McGear, Hugh McQuaid, Stuart McLean, Rory McGuire, Adrian Hetherington, another great battle that's going to happen. So mm -hmm. again, any of them boys could come to top in their two-wheel drives. Yeah, and, and if there was anybody listening who would like to put an entry in, I suppose just uh, contact the Motor Club, you know, the, the, through either the social media or, or get in contact directly with the club. Just I suppose most people know the contact details for the club now at this stage. Yeah. You know? uh, they do, yeah. Um, even just private message the Oma Motor Club Facebook page and I'll get you sorted. Thanks again there to Denise and best luck to everybody competing now at the weekend. So. Connor, that was season three, episode ten. We are wrecking up these old episodes, and the crack's good, but we have plenty to talk about, and that's the main thing, really, isn't it? It is, Kevin. It is. Like it's just bringing the news to to everybody and they hear what's going on, and that's you know we enjoy it, you enjoy it, I enjoy it, mm -hmm. and and we just hope everybody else is is you know enjoying that stories as well. That's for sure. And if you do enjoy it, can you please rate, uh, rate, subscribe, even leave a wee comment or a five-star review would all be gratefully appreciated. So until the next time, take care, speak soon and bye. <laughs>